This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Comstock's live and in-person family farm masterclass was held in Des Moines last week. Frankly, we have never done anything before that has produced such immediate positive rave reviews. There were attendees who called home during the program to tell their family members to join online. Among the outstanding speakers was Jason Gartner. Jason was a former U.S. Navy SEAL, combat leader, and now leadership instructor and speaker with Echelon Front. Jason spent nearly three decades in the SEAL teams with nine deployments across the globe. He was the recipient of the Silver Star, two Bronze Stars, and a Purple Heart, among numerous other awards. I had the honor of having breakfast with Jason at the master class before he spoke. I asked if he had deployed to Afghanistan during his service and got an of-course answer. He shared some of that experience in Afghanistan in his presentation. We lamented the manner of the exit from the engagement. I brought up how one of my regrets from how we left was that after freeing women in Afghanistan, they are now under the Taliban again. When women are educated and empowered around the world in developing countries, they provide the greatest energy for change. Many societies oppress women and therefore lose the contribution that they make to their culture, society, economy, and standard of living. That was Afghanistan under the Taliban. I was a bit surprised at Jason's response. He agreed about the contribution of women, but said that after 20 years of more freedom there, that the Taliban would not be able to put women back in the box. He said that we started a long-term irreversible trend, where after so many becoming educated that Afghan women were going to educate their daughters, even if that meant using the Quran. He was confident that that contribution from us being there would play forward. Jason is interesting to describe. His demeanor is calm, focused, direct, no BS, professional. He's intellectual. He looks you in the eye when he communicates. He doesn't exaggerate. After he spent 30 years in the military, he still looks like he is in command. After his presentation, I asked him, Given your continued communication with the military community, what did he or they think that the Russians, Putin, would do with Ukraine? Without hesitation, Jason said that he believed that Putin would go into Ukraine. He said that we had projected weakness and that Putin would test it. There is potential for dissension within NATO and Putin would test that too. He said that rapid response troops now likely to be sent to Europe should have gone 30 days ago. As part of that potential dissension with NATO members, he has friends in Poland who were spoiling for a fight with Russia. Romania and the Baltic states are with Poland on that. They could care less that Ukraine is not officially a member of NATO. All they know is that Russia is officially their enemy, and if Putin will invade Ukraine, that's good enough reason for them to join the fight. After hearing Jason's opinion on Ukraine, I turned to our authors of the Sunday Comstock Report and our morning report and told them to lead with putting a temporary hold on orders for another 15% increment of cash corn sales in order to let events sort out. After all, we are comfortably 70% sold. We can be patient. I sold some cash corn for 650 last week. I rarely change a marketing plan, but I guess that in this case, I made the exception from the input of a Navy SEAL. If we can get past 641, it would open the door to monthly highs at 735 and even 849. 
We have made no new crop corn sales. In fact, I have shared that I am long December corn from 5.11 and 5.36. Bull spreads in corn were understandably working Friday on strength, and bear spreads Monday on weakness. December corn closed higher both days. I think that rallies above $6 in new crop will be tough to sustain, and I hope we get an opportunity for new crop sales at that price level. Then again, if corn is worth $11 in China before Putin invades Ukraine, what would it be after he does? If Putin took Ukraine, then the corn and wheat there becomes Russian. Would Ukraine's farmers harvest or plant corn and harvest wheat for Putin? Would Putin let them or send drones after tractors? Bull spreads in soybeans are another of our Chicago border trade positions. While soybeans are not as directly impacted by what happens in Ukraine, general supply-demand fundamentals are friendly and the technical trend is higher. There is spot resistance at psychological $15, followed by monthly targets of $16.68 and $17.89 for soybeans. Natural gas posted gains again, winners here. Russian gas flows through Ukraine. They are talking to the United States and Qatari for alternative supply. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.